Hey everybody, this is Grabbing the Brisket. We're out here at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo World Championship Barbecue Cook-Off 2023. Um, as always, I mean, it is so packed out here. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. this is an event that if nobody has really kind of experienced it, you, you at least have to experience it once. Uh, 100%. This is, this is, I mean, like when we went to Kansas City Rural, right, and we, and we, we experienced that, that phenomenal cook-off, and, and that is like this huge mega cook-off they put on across the United States, right? But when you get here, right, you get to this show right here. This is not, we're going to start up on a Friday, and on Saturday, this whole place clears out. No, no, this thing goes all the way until, all the way through Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a party from Wednesday all the way on, right? Yeah. So this is like four days of just nonstop barbecue, four days of nonstop drinking, and then friendships, right? Right. And, and drinking it, too. And right. drinking. Yeah, and drinking. And it's just not a party. Um, there's a competition going on. Right. And uh, today we're we're lucky enough to be joined uh, by uh, with the Janice from Smell Q Barbecue. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks I, for having me. Yeah, I, I know uh, today's going to be hectic. Well, this whole weekend's going to be hectic for you, as far as. Uh, but you're no new to cooking competition barbecue. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how you got into doing competition barbecue and uh, and what you're up to these days? Yeah, for sure. So usually I cook with my husband, Russell. Um, we're the smell like you team. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately, our last name is Smella. So we had to do something with it, right? Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Love it. Um, but we actually started, our barbecue story started in Cal- uh, in Houston, actually, in Texas. We uh, ate ourselves silly over a weekend. We had a weekend where we did the top five Texas monthly um, barbecue joints. Oh, wow. And uh, at the time, there wasn't a lot of... Um, barbecue restaurants in Houston that were really good so we ended up traveling and meeting um, and seeing all the pits that were being made in Houston and lo and behold we ended up going home with one there it is we got a pit maker vault oh yeah nice and uh, another guys yeah and had had it delivered in the middle of winter because that's like clearly the ideal time to get a smoker in Canada yeah Um, so it was like minus 20 degrees Celsius or Fahrenheit, it's in about the same it's range. Cold. It's cold. Yeah. It wouldn't fit. We couldn't take it to the backyard where we planned it, so we had to put it into our garage, just barely. Nice. And uh, really had to figure out how to learn to cook with it because nobody in Canada had that pit or really any pits. It's not a. It's not a thing in Canada. Right. So, anyways, we watched a lot of YouTube videos, and all the YouTube videos was of guys in Texas cooking on the vault and so and they were all competition cooks and so that's that's kind of the story of how we got into it and then my husband was like I was like how are we going to learn and he's like well we'll just we'll just enter a barbecue contest I was like oh yeah Yeah. totally logical trial by fire (laughs) yeah Yeah. exactly love it so um we did really well in our first couple competitions we also got our butts handed to us yeah that's when you really learn you don't know anything and uh, just kept cooking. And the greatest story is that it's come full circle that we get to come here now and cook. Um, we've been the top cook in Canada for a couple years now, which has been a real blessing, mm-hmm. which has enabled us to come down and cook for Canada in the International Village. But uh, this is the pinnacle of our barbecue cooking year, for sure. Yes, yeah. awesome. without a doubt. Yeah, so, uh, so what, what, let me ask you a question. Like, so you're, you're the top barbecue team in Canada right now. What, what do you think your secret is to, to y'all's success? Just cook more. It okay. really is. Like, I think that we have like a muscle memory now of 
when it's tender, when it's ready. Yeah. Um, it's not that hard. No, it's it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, obviously being consistent, right? I think that's the biggest thing. A lot of people, if you show up and do it once every six months, it's hard to be consistent when you're not. If you're in it to win it, right, and you're practicing and you're doing comp cooks at your house and everything else, that's how you like get really good. But you, y'all have a you have something. I mean, obviously, I don't want your secrets, right? I mean, unless you yeah. want to share them. Go ahead and yes, tell us right? <laughs> all your secrets. But, but is if, is there something you think that that's what, what sets y'all apart? You know, so much so. Um, I don't. I think it's just like I think there is something in that, like when you love it. Yeah. It, yeah. You put your heart into it, and it shows. Yeah. yeah. So I don't really think that it's like a secret, like that. You know, it's a secret spice or it's a secret sauce or that kind of thing it's just that like you put extra attention into it right is, is there like a p- flavor profile um in canada or where you're from is it I, you, texas obviously has its 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 regional flavors and, and you go to kansas city you go to some of these other uh major hot spots for barbecue and they all have their distinct flavor profiles is, is there anything different up in canada um it's different in that there is no like there's no barbecue baseline um when we started cooking i think there was one barbecue restaurant in the whole city maybe even in the whole province Mm. so we really try to cook something very universal um and then what i would say is that there's basic there's very little heat um that you would have and so when i come down to texas to cook i actually use local texas products because that's what people are used to here right so there's like a difference between the cook that I would do in Canada versus the cook that that I would do here. Yeah, makes okay. sense. Yeah. I, just to go back to it, I I, uh, I love your answer, by the way, about as far as like putting putting yourself into your food, which I do believe, um, I, I believe that is probably a secret that a lot of people don't really talk about. I mean, they don't, they don't realize what it is, but I know that when I'm cooking at home or I'm co- whatever I'm doing, if I'm feeling it, like I get so many people saying, "Oh my God, I don't know what you've done, but this is the greatest, right?" And when I'm not, I'm not when I'm just trying to put it together and get it out there, nobody says anything, right? And it could be the same dish. So I, I do feel like when you put yourself into it, you're more apt to go, "You know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna chop a little fresh garlic for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little extra. I'm, I'm gonna add my own little nuance to something." But I, I think I think you're exactly right. I think that's that's the secret sauce. Yeah. Yeah. And we all have our own, right? That's right. That's right. That's badass. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's hand in hand with what she said about how much you're cooking. I mean, if you're loving it, you're probably cooking a lot more. How many competitions do you guys probably do a year? It depends. Um, so I think as a Canadian team, by far, um, we travel the most. So I've been in Texas. This will be my third cook this year in Texas. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, wow. And wow. it's minus 20 with a foot of snow at home. So nobody is cooking yeah. at home. Um, so I probably average... Um, like between my husband and I, we probably average between 10 to 15 cooks a year. Um, but we have to go far and wide because there's no, like, we have very limited choices in terms of where we're going to be cooking. Right. No, that makes sense, right? No no sanctioning body up there in Canada? No, we tend to cook under KCBS, the Kansas City Barbecue Society. Um, that's just what's been, um, running up there, but it's that's also like the fun part for me is to be here to cook something completely different um to do half chickens that doesn't happen mm-hmm. um to have meat tagged that doesn't happen right. yeah. um to be supervised for 
you know when you're boxing and everything that is not something that happens um and so it's for me i think it's really fun to cook out of your element and to change it up because it's still the Mm -hmm. same food it's just a little bit it makes it interesting yeah that's kind of how me and jan learned when we we started doing like local competitions and it really wasn't sanctioned by anybody at that particular time and uh they would they would tag meats and it's like and then we got into doing like um the icba and the the other competition they don't really do it but you go to some of these bigger cook-offs like houston or austin that come around and they actually throw a metal tag into your meat to just to make sure you're not um um i I wouldn't say cheating or anything but they're trying to keep everything on the same playing so field. Yeah, level playing field. Right, yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah, so we're kind of used to that. And then when they would uh, they would look, come to your site, they would check the, the tag, you know, and then um, uh, they would sit there and watch you cut it. And you'd cut it, put it in a box, and once you start cutting and slicing and put it in a box, they'll, they'll walk off and go to the next team or whatever. But just that, it, and it it's very nerve-wracking, just having somebody over your shoulder, like you've done this 500, you know, 1,000 times, but having that person just right over your shoulder, you're like, don't mess up please don't mess up uh so you're right but the one thing i so i i'm always uh i'm always comfortable with being uncomfortable and it sounds crazy right but and so when i feel uncomfortable my my natural thing is to make somebody else like who's standing around me make them feel comfortable that way i will feel comfortable right so usually if i'm going to cut i'll just slide over a piece of brisket to them and i'll let them try it right and then now they're worried about now they're eating brisket and they're not really worried about like hey you can't can't put that there. You're, you're, you know, the more apt. I'm not trying. I'm trying to cheat or anything. I'm just a little. Just relax a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. Get off my shoulder. Eat some brisket. Let me do what I'm fixing to do. But I think that's the. Uh, that's always been my thing. I'm. I'm only talking about for a second. I want to, you know, look them in the eyes and go, Hey, here, try that real quick. What do you think of that? And then, whole time. Then once they start chewing, I can just get in the zone at that point. I can just concentrate on what I want to concentrate on, not have to worry about who's looking at me and and or who's thinking. Oh, I wouldn't do that, right? Or you always there's somebody judging you and they're not right but yeah but you feel that way right so but i also think that like that's one of the things like inherent of like what barbecue is about is that like it's about feeding people and it's the family and it's the camaraderie that comes out of it and so by feeding your contest supervisor you're bringing them in that's right yeah that's right yeah have you ever had a um like a mishap or some type of we we always talk about we always talk about on the show talk about barbecue fails and obviously you have a lot of barbecue wins um but any mishaps uh and just last year when we cooked austin um they have a rule where when you um slice brisket you have to provide a chunk of the meat with the tag still in it in your box so you turn it in so we we got to slice in of course everything gets a little Box hectic looks beautiful yeah everything was you know we're, we're look at the clock i mean the, it's ticking away we've got to go 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 and so we box it up everything looked beautiful i think uh john uh ran it to the uh, the judging tent and i'm sitting there slicing up brisket for just people around just wanting to try it and I'm, i took a bite of the brisket and then i looked down and i saw the big chunk of brisket with the tags still sitting in it i'm like oh no <laughs> I'm like they just went. We're gonna get disqualified. They're gonna uh, and so I I scooped it up and I'm running like a, a wild man through this cook-off trying to find them. And then John he's running back the other way. We we go you around miss the tent, miss no. each other, we miss each other. Right. And then I, I get there. I'm like I open up the back of the uh, um, the judging tent. I'm like 
shit, where, where, where are we turning in? I, I wasn't even part of that meeting where the, the, the turn-in was. I knew it was that tent, and I was like, whoop, shit, this is not it right here. And so I'm walking back, and I see John, thank goodness, and we were able to put it in the box and, and go on down the road, but it's like, uh, you don't realize how, I guess, nerve-wracking it is. Stressful it can be. Stressful, yeah. because yeah. You're, you're, you're watching a clock, and everything is timed down to... Uh, a minute so to speak that's right it's like so mike tyson's famous line right everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth right so that's that's what it is like we have a plan and, and, and we we're very timetable oriented right we know exactly how long this takes and we, we move through it very methodically right until you get punched in the mouth and then it's it, everybody goes crazy and you're like <laughs> just calm the f down a little bit just whatever so wh- what do you have for us um it was actually very recent i was at the san antonio rodeo Okay. And uh, like I said, I usually cook with my husband. This one was a solo cook. This week is going to be a solo cook, so I'm going to hopefully learn from my experience. But uh, turn-ins are at 10.30, and there was a 10-minute window before, 10 minutes after. I guess it was under the Lone Star Sanctioning Board, mm-hmm. um, which is more than what I'm used to because it's usually five minutes before, five minutes after. Yep. Okay. But turn-ins for chicken was at 10.30. And in KCBS, chicken goes in on the hour. And so I was prepping my, I was wrapping my ribs. The chicken was off early, so I had it resting. I was ready to go. And then I was like, oh, time to put, you know, sauce my chicken, finish it up, put it in the box. So I had my chicken. uh, I was like laying it out and I was saucing it. And someone came by and they said, oh, we didn't see you put your chicken in. And I said, yeah, because it goes in on the hour. And they said, no, it goes in at 10.30. It's 10.40 on the dot. Oh. And I was like, oh, and it was a good chicken, of course. Yeah. Oh, and so man. I was like, so I totally missed the turn in. Mm. Oh. And so that, you know, like you were talking about um, you have a method and you have yeah. a time cycle. And usually um, when I'm with Russell, he's the one that is like, it's Let's x go. y o'clock did you do this did <laughs> right. you do this have you checked it yeah and i'm usually like don't bother me it's good but i could have totally used him so i'll be using a ton of alarms this weekend yeah Ooh. yeah i feel like everybody does that once i don't know i don't know if we've done that or At not but once. missing a turn in i feel like that happens more but than it that than or you'd we, think so we so uh some cook offs to give you different boxes for different turn ins so we turned in w- one protein in the wrong box. No. So we had to run, like sprint all the way back. And we're, t- we're basically, we're in the middle of this aisle and like middle of the street, street like this, right? And we're pulling food out of one box into another box right in front of everybody. And they're walking around like, good luck, man. Right? Hey, good luck. Uh, we got second in brisket in that cook-off, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, like. Uh, we, yeah. I, if you want to try that tactic. Hey, fifth. We had fifth okay. and fifth and chicken, right? Second and brisket, fifth and chicken. Like we're we're hitting oh, pretty, yeah. right? You know what I mean? And I'm like, and again, we're still the guys in the middle of the aisle doing this. Go, run, 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 yeah. and, and literally sprinting to get back, right? Yeah. But you got you do what you got to do. The most stressful thing for me is like walking up there with the box because you're like, don't trip, don't trip, don't, don't fall, trip, don't, don't trip. drop this. Yeah. We've seen right. somebody fall before. That's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. And hopefully nobody takes you out on your walk. Yeah. Yes. Or I like to mess with people after we've turned in, like as I'm walking back. If I'm taking the box up there, like I'm, you missed it, man. You missed the window. And some people will turn around. Like, but nah. then, well, then I tell them, like, no, 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 I'm just kidding with You're you, asshole. Right, right. Because they're not stressed out, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, man, you missed it. Turn right. it over. Right. I'm yeah. the angry one. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, okay, you and your husband um, can cook together. 
I'm assuming y'all compete against each other. Uh, as far as like when you're at home, right? So, uh, who does who's who's winning who, against each other? Uh, we actually don't compete against each other. We've only cooked against each other once. Okay. Um, officially, so as separate teams. Yeah. Um, but usually, like we really do cook together. So when we were running the vault, he ran the pit, and then I did the seasoning, and I would do. I slowly took over the trimming. Yeah. Um, and then we switched to um, cooking on gateway drums. And that was like a mentality shift because you go from like low and slow to hot and fast. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I remember when we first started converting because Russell was like, I don't believe it. I don't think you can put out the same quality of like cook and meat and good food that you can with a vault. And I was like, yeah, but... I mean, the gateway guys are crushing it on the uh, out on on the circuit. Yep. So, for an entire season, we actually cooked against each other, like within the own, our same tent. And so he would cook a brisket, I would cook a brisket. He'd cook ribs, I cook ribs, and then we were basically it was getting really expensive. Yeah. When you're cooking like that much meat, and we would. Um, when we would put them in the box, we would actually like go side by side to decide yep. which one was actually going to go into the judges, and it was interchangeable. Sometimes it would be what w was cooked on the drums, sometimes it was what was on the vault, and then eventually um, it it didn't matter. We were winning with both, and we didn't even half the time we didn't even know which one went into the box anymore, and so um, you can't tell necessarily, but I'm five foot period right, right. <laughs> and I can't push the vault to save my life like to even move it uh, yeah. onto the truck I'm basically really useless so the, the drums however I can totally drag around and so I was like we are going to drums because mm -hmm. it's something that I can move and then it just changed the cook we stopped cooking low and slow we went hot and fast and he was slowly like he was slowly starting to cook hotter and faster on the vault. So we kind of got to the same spot, which yeah. was, it was like a very long experiment, but it proves to you that you can do the same thing on different pits. Mm -hmm. You can change your pit or you can change your cook and still come up with a great product. That's right. That's right. You, it's it's not, like, really about learning, learning the way the pit cooks, right? Yeah. And, and not fighting the pit. And I think not fighting. A lot of people fight the pit. They, they want that pit to conform in their cooking style. And some pits just can't do it. And it's going to cook the way it wants to cook. And they're built to cook a certain way, you know? That's right. It's learning that, that little nuance or whatever. So that's badass. Yeah. I'm sorry it cost a lot of money, but I'm glad you got there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes for a good story afterwards. It does. And I think the other teams thought it was amusing. They're like, those two are right. cooking against each other again. That's funny. Yeah. That is funny. So today you have, um, I believe we, we were talking a little bit earlier. So today you have the Dutch oven and you have the open category. That's right. Uh, do you have anything big planned for, is, or is it a secret? Um, no, there's no secret. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm going to do a uh, steak and shrimp bite. Okay. Um, and then um, I'm making a pineapple cream cake. Nice. Okay. Ooh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. In the Dutch oven? In the Dutch oven, nice. yes. And then uh, just to make it a little different, I'm going to put on um, some rib candy. Mm -hmm. The pineapple habanero to give it a little kick. So we'll mm. see. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what the judges are gonna like. Like, 
it's always a crapshoot for us too when we try to do opens and it's always we try to do a surf and turf type deal um i know austin last year we had a a guy from uh aaron leslie from texas oil dust he did a um just a giant beef rib on some some type of um risotto or risotto Uh, he ended up like popping like very high in the in the, the list but uh yeah you never know like in the rib candy i mean that stuff's awesome i mean it is oh yeah we went to uh there's a um killen's barbecue uh and he's uh, he has a uh killen's steakhouse here in houston and uh they offer these uh it's a pork belly i guess burnt in style they call it you know they, they make it a little bit more fancier it was like in some type of like cherry um pineapple reduction sauce whatever they they called it and i'm like I, and I ordered it at appetizer. I was like, man, this is really good. I like this. And I was like, what? Uh, I asked my brother-in-law because he, he works there. I was like, what? what's the sauce that you guys using that? He's like, um, it's actually um, cherry apple um, rib candy. Like, uh, <laughs> cherry apple habanero rib candy. I was like, like that oh, makes sense. Okay. Right, we use that already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you have it in your rib kit. Oh, I what did. a surprise. Right. Right. Yeah. Do you guys do you have a do you have a favorite protein that you like to cook or a least favorite? Um, or is it? I think I'm interchangeable now. I so uh, I've been fortunate to cook at the Houston Rodeo a couple years now, and so but it hasn't changed. The first year we got invited, I cooked chicken every week for three months. Um, every weekend was mm-hmm. chicken dinner, yeah. half chickens. Yep. And then. Uh, the good and the bad is that ever since then, every December, January, that's when the half chicken practice comes out. So my kids are less excited about having half chickens, but I feel like I've got it dialed in now, so yeah. I'm happy with where that's at. But okay. yeah, it's definitely different. I think like that's what other people don't realize like outside of Texas is it is super hard to get a half chicken cooked well in mm-hmm. the the breast meat right you don't want to serve raw chicken right but then also have it like cooked properly in the in the dark meat that's right and so it's um and i guess actually it's the opposite you don't want your your breast meat to be dry Mm -hmm. right nobody likes dry chicken you don't want to because the 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 dark meat will hold the temperature and it's going to be it's going to hold the moisture right but it's always the breast that you cut into it and it's like sawdust you're like oh i just dried this thing out right yeah so and you're cooking them together right on the same pit so like how to manage that temperature difference and that um that cook difference yeah it's an art it is and and i think obviously so my favorite is on the uh oh i'm sorry on the weber I love cooking the half chickens on a off, like on a like a 22 inch grill Weber. All the coals on one side, the two halves on the other side, and then you cook with the breast face the, facing the coals and then just a little bit, and then you rotate it for ah. the dark meat towards the coals and the breast on the other side. Kind of get shielded, but I just like the the shape of the uh, the parabolic shape for the the Weber. How it just kind of distributes the heat evenly. I just I just like the way it does it. You know, and I, I we, we've used. Like obviously, we use the offset smokers. We use uh, pellet smokers, drum smokers. I mean, we we use everything in our arsenal. I just sometimes with the drum smokers, everything coming from the bottom, it's just hard to really figure out. Like, I don't know. I, I have a tough time with that. I'm, I'm still I'm still working with mine. So I've done the opposite. Okay. Everybody here was using like a grill or a PK. Yeah. And I was I couldn't figure it out for the life of me. We bought a kettle grill just so I could practice chicken, and I after. A couple months I was like I'm done I I don't even like the kettle grill like for the longest time I think because 
our success with chicken was like so poor. Yeah. Um, and so I actually switched it to the drum and I figured it out on the drum. And so okay. I'm different, I guess, from the other cooks, but I figured out how to make it work. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and that's part of it, right? You said before, you got to figure out your pit. You got to really figure out how your, your cook goes into that. Because the crazy thing is like, there's, I think, 250 teams on this property today yep they're all going to put in the same meats right Mm -hmm. chicken ribs brisket but even if you have the same smoker everyone has their own flair their own style the way that it works for them and so you can cook you know you can have somebody else's recipe or you can have someone else's process but like what you do is going to be different than what somebody else does and i think that's what makes it really interesting yeah i agree with you yeah 100 percent so we've been going through a kind of a, a rib series uh, the past few weeks. Maybe you have a, a not a secret, a pro tip that you could share uh, for ribs. A pro tip. I think mm. we just talked about. So we, we we got into selecting ribs and we got into um, the the trimming portion of the ribs. And I don't think we haven't really got into the doing the seasonings and um, that type of stuff. But yeah, yeah anything from. The, the, do you have a specific rib um, brand or manufacturer, I don't know what you call it, uh, meat br- brand that you use for ribs, or is it just... It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. I think, like, the one thing, I guess, I don't know if it's a pro tip, but um, because we travel far and wide, like, so we'll travel across Canada to cook, and then um, into the northern U.S., so sometimes Washington, Montana... Uh, that's probably as far as we go Um, and then we'll fly down to come to Texas or the southern US to cook and you get what you get like um, and so if anything like what it's shown me is it doesn't matter (laughs) you just you gotta cook the best that you can so maybe it's demystified I think that's I mean I, I think people get caught up in that I, everybody gets caught up in like oh you have to use this Smithfield ca- Kubota or, or ca- a type of pork you have to use it I only get this type of brisket from this Snake River Farms right and we're going to order you know our Wagyu from there or whatever else right and I think people get caught up in the semantics of just this is the, this is the only way it can be done and, and you start looking around you're like well, they just won by going to H-E-B. Like, I don't know why it was that big of a deal. Like, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Why'd I have to spend $40 Ex- on a rack? Exactly, right? <laughs> right. I got two for 20 bucks at H-E-B. I mean, like, I think, but also, uh, it, we had Mo Kaysan on, and one of the things that he had said was uh, knowing the region you're in, right? So when he goes to West Texas, he's maybe not going to just cook with post oak, right? He may bring uh some mesquite with him and cook with mesquite and whatever else out there and, and the same thing you're coming down here in this area like well i'm going to use what's i'm going to use the, the flavor profiles that's in this area you know um and, and don't get sidetracked because you did come down here and you had like the texas monthly you did the five restaurants what was the best one? Oh, okay so russell and i differed he really likes snows okay mm-hmm. i really like louis mueller's Oh okay. really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they are different. Yeah, they are. They are very, very different. Yeah. Yeah. So the good and the bad is that now when we visit, then we have to go to both, right? Okay. okay. So yeah, that's really hard. Yeah. Was yeah. it just all around? Or was it more specifically like brisket, um, ribs? Um, I think it was all around. Yeah. 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 I think, I think you, does Louis does he use more pepper? Is it a more pepper based on his brisket, or am I thinking of a different? Um, yeah, he's very salt and pepper. Okay. 
Um, and then they've also, I think what they used to be famous for is their beef ribs. Okay, yeah. Which, until we went there, I'd never had, I didn't know that I didn't have a beef rib before. I was like, why is it four pounds? Right. What the <laughs> what hell do you guys is this? do with your cows down here? <laughs> right. Right. I love that. That is one of the differences. Like, cooking in Canada coming, um, compared to the, the agricultural products down here, um, most of our chicken is grain-fed. So, um, I didn't recognize chicken down here. I was like, why is it so yellow? Yeah. Like, is there something wrong Something's with the wrong chicken? with this Texas chicken. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in Canada, all of our chickens grain-fed, so it's very white. Um, so there's like some things that like I've gotten used to to learning the differences yeah. um, largely the size but yeah that goes with everything's bigger in Texas right, I, I, right. apparently I, they keep saying I don't know <laughs> I don't know okay, four pound beef ribs I guess right yeah how does That's it work it. when you come down here because you're flying down here with bringing a pit or a smoker do they provide here at Houston a smoker for you to cook with or I have some really good friends so okay, I was, was going to say or you have some friends that can loan you some stuff to yeah so uh, Joey Machado from Texas Original Charcoal and mm-hmm. Texas Original Pits yep. um, has always been really good to me so he's always helped me out with gear um, and then of course he's got the charcoal as well um, and I've been using that at home so it's uh, it's nice to have some consistency with like the pits that you're using but I'm pretty um, versatile, I think. You just, like, especially when you travel, I think, and that's what I like, is I like, you know, changing it up, doing something different. Sometimes I'll cook on on, on an offset, um, and I've cooked on, I think, every kind of pit there is, pellet or anything. And so once you kind of figure out the pit, and sometimes you have to figure it out on the spot, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's just a normal cook. But... I do bring down um, a cambro and then like spice rubs and some sauces as a base and then I tweak it from there. So nice. I'll go tasting restaurants um, or other people's food. You can kind of get like I see subtle differences. So in Canada, I would say I told you we don't have a lot of heat, but I would say that like uh, we also things tend not to be as sweet or as salty. And so when I come here, like that's something I have to like recognize that I have to cook. I have an American cook. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you have to Americanize your more salt, more sweet, right? Yeah. Go more up flavor. A little, yeah. What, yeah. Is, what, what was the uh, cook? That, you know, it's like, is it emerald? Yeah. Bam. Bam. <laughs> Pinch of salt. Bam. That's right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, I'm moving forward, uh, looking forward, what what do you guys have planned for the future? I mean, is there anything that works for you guys? Um, or just more competitions? Just more competitions. Okay. We just really like to cook. So nice. um, I'll be back here in March. Um, there's a cook in Beeville. Um, okay. And I'll cook that one. And then I think I'm going to be home for a while. <laughs> Eventually, I need to see my family. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll be good, and then we'll do some. Um, we take our kids with us when we're on the circuit, so it's a it's a family cook, and so we'll we'll hit up the Canadian side, and then hopefully we'll come back down south, maybe maybe for the Royal or maybe for the Jack. We'll we'll have to see how we do this season. Yeah, yeah. 
Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. yeah like you mentioned earlier, um, the, the camaraderie um, of the people here and the friends that you meet in, in this barbecue game, um, man, it's just, it, it's the best. Like, everybody is so nice and everybody's so genuine. Yeah. And they will help you out. And we've been at competitions where we've, we've competing against each other and you'd run out of something you're like hey I, i'm out of this right here you think i could borrow and they're like sure here you go oh they'll, yeah they'll, they'll literally like the uh the phrase they'll take their shirt off their bat for you yeah. yeah that happened to me this morning i realized that i didn't bring any cutting boards and i was like well that's gonna be a problem for <laughs> trimming out <laughs> and chris schaefer from um heavy smoke on champions row mm-hmm. like he gave me a stack and he's like you're good i was like thank you you know like it's something really basic but i think like it it goes around mm-hmm. too right so we would do that for anyone else that needed any gear oh, absolutely right unless it's time to turn in and you're like you're on your own <laughs> time to go. No, i'm just kidding i'm just joking i'm just kidding uh again um man thank you so much for taking time yeah. out of your schedule to, to talk barbecue it, it's one of the deals like that's why we kind of created this podcast just to get people um like yourself and just uh, to, to get around and just talk barbecue and just uh, uh, share tips and stories and tricks and um, also I think we'd like to drink a little beer too as well so never that, hurts uh, it never hurts it, uh, it but happens thank you so yeah. much we yeah. appreciate it good luck good thank luck we'll be rooting for you uh, yeah, thank definitely. you yeah if, well, uh, if folks want to find you online or you want to plug your, your social medias or your websites or whatnot sure uh, I'm on Instagram Janice um, underscore smellacue Q-U-E um, and then uh, have a website for some of the wild and wacky recipes I was trying out during COVID. Um, so that's smellacue.com. So, you know, if you ever needed a miso chocolate cauliflower dish, yeah. mm. it's on there. I, I was thinking about that. Let's <laughs> go. Just asking right. about that. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, badass. Hey, good luck. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, guys, we are here again at the 2023 uh, World Champion Barbecue, uh, Houston, Texas. It is going down, and we're lucky enough to be invited to sit in Houston's tents. I don't know if we're lucky. Maybe we're, maybe, maybe we are the good luck. I don't know. We were here last year with them. And he kicked the shit out of everybody. Reserve. Reserve Grand. Uh, Go Metro Reserve. Go Metro Reserve. Love that. Right? Uh, which... I mean, maybe it had a part in what we're fixing to do right now, but I think this is Alex Castro with Houston is joining us right now. And before we go any further, we got to do the blessing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. I, first of all, I want to give a shout out to the guys at Eighth Wonder Distillery, Mark and all them guys up there. They uh, sponsor us, and uh, he infused some vodka, raspberry vodka. It is delicious. I just Ooh. wanted you to try it out. Please. Let's go. All right. Let's Cheers. Do this. We salute, a, uh, salute. Salute. That is smooth. Yeah. I like that. That's uh, the vodka from uh, the Eighth Wonder Distillery. Damn. Okay. I was thinking it was going to be more just a uh, like a, a vodka with like fruit juice, um, but this is actually like a, a no, this flavored. No, this They actually uh, put fruits in there. Yeah, there's actually oh, yeah. a little fruit in there. Like yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. That's good. Damn. Yeah. Let's go. That, all right. That gets you all warm and toasty right Let's there. Let's go Eighth Wonder. Yeah, I didn't even know they were doing the liquors or whatever out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have a, the brewery, and then now they have the distillery. Distillery, yeah, yeah. corner distillery. That's Damn. Awesome. All right. Okay. Super cool vibe too. When they got set up, it's like more like a lounge area and stuff like that. It's super cool. I'm gonna check them out. Yeah. Here's the problem: like we, we go down there, and I go to Houston, and I hang out, and whatever else. But like, 
they got kind of busy there, and I'm just like, man, I want to deal with like so many people and whatever else. I, I love going. Yeah. And every time I go, I'm like, man, why do I not come here more often? You know what right. I mean? But it's like, I don't know. Uh, Let me reach uh, out. We'll go record down there. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. We'll get some VIP treatment. I'll let's get in contact with them. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Let's go. I'm but down. listen. I'm down. Yeah. So last year, uh, Reserve Grand, or, or Reserve Go Metro, whatever. Grand Champion, yep. That's that's the, that's the, is that the best you've placed out here, Alex? Fifth place overall, two top tens on uh, chicken and brisket. There it is. That's amazing. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to repeat again this year. Yay. Let's do this. Let's go, man. <laughs> so, uh, if you if if you get to a certain level, are you automatically invited back next year? If you win overall, you get invited over again. Okay. But uh, I'll be in the champions row. Champions row. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what we got to do. We got to get there. I mean, this is the party, right? Yes. Right. right. So, but th- let me ask you a question: Do you want to cook there, or do you want to really cook on this spot? I want to cook over there. Oh, yeah, you do? Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. I got you. Right. I got you. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yesterday and today is like the party for me, and tomorrow's business. It's all about the business, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Today we got to pay the bills, right? Yeah. And then, exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow, it's all. But Inter- everybody puts their game face on. Entertain the sponsors. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. So, so this year's been a grind. I know the uh, the the Go Metro uh, just ended, right? As yes. far as the, the season just ended. Uh, talk to us about it. How was it? How how do, how do you think it went this year? This year was tough. A lot more good teams showed up. Yep. And um, it was up to the last cook-off to uh, who was going, who's going to be the top five spots. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Badass. Yeah. So fortunately, I didn't make it, but you know, I'll find a way to cook over here again. Next yeah. Year. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got to win now. We got to yeah. win over here. Yes, sir. Yeah. There's always a way. Like we're we're cooking, we're cooking next weekend out at Aust- Austin Rodeo. Okay. So we're so we're going to be there. So you win if you win it. You go to Champions Row, okay, and, and, and you get to travel the circuit, you know. So obviously, winning that one next next weekend for right. us is, yeah. Like, I mean, we'll we'll be over there. We'll right next to you. Yeah. Um, so we'll, that's hopefully we'll just say, hey, what's up, bud? Remember <laughs> us? <laughs> I might make a, a road trip next week. Dude. Mm-hmm. But hey, come out there and cook with. Yeah, come, come out there and cook. There's like 200 plus teams. I know uh, last year, you that's know, it? that's uh, it, 200. Yeah, yeah it's a little one. Yeah, right. a little one. Uh, I think there was like. Uh, <laughs> Actually, it's not next weekend. It's the weekend after. No, oh, no it's sure not. Sure oh, okay, <laughs> hey, don't listen to him. It's next weekend. But like, uh, Lucky Charms was out there, right? Yeah. Uh, Texas Old Dust was out there. No purpose. No purpose. No, yeah, I mean, like there, there was. I was quite. A, they, they had Champions Row there as well, right? I yeah. mean, I think Lucky Charms ended up getting the overall for 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 that that for row, yeah. and and then he was going to compete in Washington I think oh yes I remember that yes yeah so, so like I, it's 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 definitely uh, it's 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 just as I mean it's, it's not as big as this right I mean but it's it's just as important you know yeah. as far as winning to get in to some of these others right yeah. I, I ran into uh, uh, Bill Purvis with chicken fried barbecue yesterday and he was uh, he's like um, hey can't wait to see you guys out there next next week uh, he's like I, I, I think we're cooking right across from you guys uh, and he, he pulled up the map, and he literally is cooking right across from Austin Smokeworks, Tim, Lucky Charms, uh, and all those guys, uh, just their championship row right there. I was like, dude, talk about the pressure. I mean, yeah, shit. Well, yeah for them. Huh. They got to cook across from us. <laughs> <Okay>. Right, right. <laughs> I feel bad for them. I really feel bad for these guys. They get to watch, like, this is greatness. They're watching, like, right. this in awe. Ugh. Like, how, how can these guys get so messed up and still kick ass? I right. mean, it's just weird. That's right. That they, don't, they don't know how, they don't know how our, our livers function, right? <laughs> our kidneys are just, yeah. just 
filtering, filter, filter, yeah. right? Mine's working double time. Yeah, he's only yeah. got one. Well, I, I'm definitely going to be right there with some binoculars, so hopefully they keep all their stuff inside their uh, their uh, trailer because I'm going to be eagle eye and trying to see what they're using over there. That's all right. Hey, record their processes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is a uh, you know I talk about it all the time. I, I joke, so I, I uh, volunteer for the Houston Livestock Show. Here we go. <laughs> It never ends. These guys hate it. It never ends. This is what he talks about, Alex. This is what the fuck he talks about all the time. (laughs) This is every time we have a podcast, every time we get together and there's new people around, he has to go, well, I actually volunteer uh, uh, quite a bit. And and I go, James, you handing out beer to already drunk people is not volunteering, (laughs) right? He said it it last time. He brings joy to everybody. You're ruining people's lives. He's like one beer at a time. He's an enabler. I think we're going to make this like a drinking um, uh, game so every time I mention my volunteer work and people are listening to the podcast, take a drink. They're going to take a drink. We got plenty of tequila too. In Casa del Sol, shout out to Casa del Sol. Yeah. Nobody will make it through the podcast. Right, call your Uber now. Last year we did a shot. Was it the Casa del Sol last year? What was that? Was that one? That was different. I don't remember what it was. It was a weird bottle, very unique. Uh, it was, it was really cool. I can't good. remember. Uh, I, I don't know. A couple this of one's times. the bomb, though. Yeah. I, I remember it. I think it was a long. It was a big, long, yeah. skinny but bottle. This is this is the new stuff. So they're they they, they sponsored. They're full sponsor us this Let's weekend. Let's go, Love that. man! Love that. Hell yeah! Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So the eighth wonder, full sponsor all the liquor, all the vodka and uh, whiskey. That's wow. some good stuff. Wow! Wow! Whiskey. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the thing people don't realize like yeah you're, you're here like you got to the show mm-hmm. but you still got to put a show on right yes, and, so, yes. and that's the thing it's like the amount of money the amount of time like so I mean obviously you just came off of cooking uh, the Go Metro circuit right and th- that in my mind is, is very uh, rigorous because it's like one a month but sometimes it cramps up you can have more multiple cooks in a month which well, obviously you work in January it's like back to back to back to back that's right right yeah. and th- the whole time you still got a campaign you're still campaigning in order to pay for because yeah. you know you're cooking here right mm-hmm. so you're, you're still out trying to trying to get money to come in so you can hey I've got to put a show on you right. know? obviously I got to win but you still got to got to hire a DJ you got to have the tent you get, you've got to have all the all the alcohol, the bathrooms. It, it all adds up, right? And still worry about the competition. And still with the and you got to feed everybody. That's the other mm. part. You, you got to people yeah. coming out and like so I mean, it takes a team. Right? I wish I could take the credit, but I got a great team behind me. So you yeah. know they they do all the little stuff that yeah. I well I don't want to do. So right, right. <laughs> well, hey, no. they're not on here. You can take the credit. Right, right. <laughs> They'll never hear this. No, honestly, no, they actually listen. No, to be honest, it does take a team, right? So yeah. it, it takes a team ready pulling together. It's not about the stuff you don't want to do. It's not that you, it's like you don't want to do them. It's like you don't have time to do no, it. No, no, right? I don't want to do it. Right? <laughs> it's, I don't want to do it. All right, so, okay, we'll, we'll backtrack yeah, then. I'm uh, kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, how much it goes in. So, like, lead us up to this. Like, like last week, right, you're, you're prepping last week. Y- y'all are still trying to finalize tents you're trying to finalize you're finalizing everything or, or, or do you have everything already under control you're like we uh um, we start like three four months before yeah like reserving tables you know tents decorations still looking for last minute sponsors um you know raising money taking donations for wristbands and stuff yep. like that you know yep yeah it, it's a lot of work even though we're like small production it's still a lot of work that's okay. right yeah so uh, listen if you're out there and you're listening in this radio land or whatever else and you feel like giving back and you're in the Houston area and you want to come out uh, check out Houston because you can 
you can volunteer some 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 money, right? And uh, and, and you can monetize that, and then he'll turn around and give you wristbands, and you get to come out, come to sponsor night, mm-hmm. and you get to go through the whole gambit uh, of this, right? You just you just got to sponsor some money. I, I, yeah. It's Houston. Let's yeah. go, man. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have some links people's in our champ. description. <laughs> That's right. The people's the people's choice award goes to Houston. Like <laughs> let's let's blow these. We should do like a uh, what do you call it? What's the uh, what's like the the GoFundMe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Have you have we done a GoFundMe? I would, honestly, I've been embarrassed to do that stuff. You know, hell no. I mean, dude, people want to people want to see people succeed, man. Yeah. That's all it is. Like two dollars. Like okay, great. Like yeah, maybe we'll twenty thousand people with two dollars in. You're like, holy right. shit. Well, you had that you had that trend floating around on TikTok where people were putting their their Venmo or their their Cash App uh, thing. It's like, well, if if. 50,000 people would just send me a dollar, <laughs> then I can pay off my student loans or whatever, and then literally within an hour, she gets like 50 grand. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. did one of those. We, we actually got about 50 bucks worth sent to us to buy beer. Nice. Are you <laughs> serious? <laughs> John Fucking just, A. You just told us? Where's my beer at? Exactly. You're drinking it. You're drinking it. That's beer. That's my mm-hmm. beer. That's yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's, don't worry about it. That's Son Alex's beer there. <laughs> yeah. No, that's gas money to get to Austin. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Just stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Right. You worry about Jan stuff. Fucking. <laughs> so we've mentioned uh, about we've about. mentioned this Go Metro thing a few times. Do you want to kind of explain what the heck we're talking about? Like, what is that? What is that sanction? What does that have to do with here? The Houston Metro committees. They have um. I don't know how many committees there. Honestly, they have. I know New Caney. Um, Splendora, Pasadena, Casino City, Galena Park. Uh, dude, I don't know how many they got, but we Crosby, Baytown. Yeah. So each little area has a, a committee, and some of them um, promote a a, um, a cook-off. And so when the points chasers, that's what they call it, to get a spot here, they accumulate points throughout the season. And the top five teams get a spot on the at uh, Houston. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you, you got to win. That, that's the way Houston is, right? You got to win to get in, right? Or or have or around for a hundred. If you years. have a lot of money, if you have a lot of money, and 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 you can edge out somebody else that doesn't have quite as bit or, or quite as much, you you can, you can buy your way in. I think, but there's still a waiting list, and that waiting list sometimes I've heard years. 10 years i've heard the words 15 year waiting yeah, list to get in I've heard too. so if that's the case like and you, and you want to cook out here and you want to compete then you better start go competing on these other circuits that are around to get right. you here right so uh, so the go metro is one way uh the back in the day the pasadena cook-off if you if you won the pasadena back in the day you got an automatic at houston um if you uh if you win um Austin. Austin, San Antonio. You win, you win the San Antonio. You win the Austin. The, these these larger cookoffs. Then that's your entry to get into to Champions Road. Right. But, but you gotta but you gotta go out there and compete, right? So the Go so. Metro one is like it's you gotta be dedicated because there's a bunch of cookoffs and you need to do most of them, right? Yeah, at least um, eight or nine of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're like really good cooks, like Bill Manning from Blue Jays Blue Smoke. Yep, mm-hmm. he got a spot next year. Um, yeah, second to none barbecue. Second to none. Chasing more smoke. Chasing more smoke. Chasing yeah. more smoke got in there. Shout I don't out to Chasing more. That's right. That's my boys. Yep. And then, and, uh, uh, I think, what, what did they finish? They got second, third? What did they finish up at? I think I they think, got third. I think they got third. Chasing, third? Yeah, Chasing okay. more got third, yeah. Who, who, who won it? 
second to second to none. Second to none. Yeah. Okay. Boy, uh, Carlos uh, Carlos Reyes. He works for me at uh, at um, Tubesco. Uh, Tubesco. Yeah. 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 Okay. Kicked ass. Yeah. Hmm. You see him at work. You're mm-hmm. like, you just give each other a nod. Yeah. Like, well, that, he, that barbecue nod. Like every Monday, he would I know come into my know. office and just basically bust out the list and show where everybody was and, yeah. and each each day or each weekend they there was a competition they were just shuffling uh, back and forth and it's, you just had to you couldn't miss a competition like if you missed a competition then uh, the, those those because I, I think you get three points for just showing up right. like and, and so but everything was so tight down towards the end it's just like if you miss one competition that kind of put you out yeah you know what yeah. i mean you have, you've, you've got to cook. You, you've got to maintain, right? Yeah, right. yeah. Because so, every other, um, you have one cook, one good cook, and you'll move up. Yeah, you that's know? right. It's just grilling. Like, I see all y'all, that I follow all y'all on social media, I'm like, damn, they're cooking every weekend, it seems like. I'm like, shit. Yeah. 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 That's tough. And so, in between that, I was doing a couple of other, um, like, IBCA and uh, Lone Stars and CBA that I had... Um, GC the year before that I get invited and they were like for a while I was cooking every weekend and you know that that was super tiring mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah talk I'm, about a little I'm bit of worn the out after like one weekend of like a big <laughs> yeah. competition yeah, for sure. I mean, Thursday I, I get up recharged. at four or five in the morning I'm like why am I doing this yeah <laughs> right but then you get right. the calls like okay this is yeah. why this is <laughs> why I do what I do yeah. don't mess with greatness what, what's the difference between talk about the difference between uh, the actual cooking portion of uh, the I guess meat turn-ins for the go Metro versus the the ICBA or the uh, Lone store or the other ones um, the go Metro are more monitored they actually um, come and tag your meat before um, you know, before we even start prepping anything, they put a tag, and then uh, and then after that we can um, we can start prepping, cooking, and all that stuff. You know, marinating, whatever we got to do. And IBCA, they don't check any of that stuff, and CBA, they don't check none of that stuff. So, but uh, on Go Metro, they, yeah, they monitor more. And then uh, whenever they um, 15, 20 minutes before the turning time, they come and and inspect that tag. And some of them watch you actually slice from that chicken or ribs or uh, brisket. Make sure you're like not using something else. You something know? else, right? And they, they right. do the chicken just a little bit different. Don't yes, they as well? yes, yes. You have to um, cook it together. Like if you, whatever you're gonna turn in in the box, it has to be cooked at the same time. So most of the times we spatchcock them, and then um, we pick the prettiest part, of course. That's for presentation, and then we cut out some uh, bite-sized pieces for uh, the judges. Are, are you uh, juicing those those bite-sized pieces? Or are you taking the bite-sized pieces and are you like, pull, you, you do like a, like a pulled chicken kind of deal? Or you, you do a, a chopped, where's the tip jar at? Right. Oh, shit. I love it. Hey, you know what? You dip it in some brisket Listen, If you want to learn the tips and tricks <laughs> about what Houston does, you got to donate to the fund. That's what we're talking about. Let's be a sponsor right. of Houston uh, and and then guess what? Maybe he unleashes some of these uh-huh. tips and tricks, right? Yeah, man. Let's go. It's time to get paid now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I sir. You. I hear you. Yes, yeah. sir. You ever thought doing a cooking class? I've 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 never done one. I've never thought about it. Yeah, yeah. But I've, I've taken a couple of classes. Yeah, yeah. Expensive. It's, it's big yeah. dollar. It's, exactly. it's 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 a lot of money so, out there. So how do you feel about it? You, you've taken the classes. Uh, did did it elevate your game? Um, yeah, 
you they got their own style and then you got your own style and then you just pick and choose of whatever you know you pick up like little tips here and there and like oh i like this so yeah. i integrate it into my cooking style but i don't use completely everything you know a couple of like little techniques and uh seasonings that they use you know? sure sure yeah so you still got to make it your own so you know Right. That's right. And I think it's human nature. Everybody wants to make it their own anyways. Mm-hmm. And I think that people people look at, listen to this right now. Again, we are at the world champion uh, rodeo cook-off, right. barbecue Where James cook-off. volunteers. Yeah, where James <laughs> volunteers. Everybody take a drink. Hey, it's, uh, a, it's a Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo right. World Championship barbecue competition. James, thank you, James. Thank that's, you. that's what I was trying to say. Trademark. Yeah. If I can give anybody any new cooks a um, little piece of advice... I know when I started, I just got lucky and, and started doing very well. But uh, there's been some times where I didn't have any, you know, didn't calls, no calls. So I would suggest take a uh, class first. Yeah. You know? And That's right. Invest in yourself. Yeah, exactly. And that, that would, you know, keep you in contention because there's a lot of great cooks out there right now, dude. It's like I talked to old timers and they were talking about select briskets that they used to cook that's right you're like they're like oh, if you're a good cook you can make any piece of meat good like no bullshit that's not true <laughs> no, no, <laughs> hey a select better is only going to be right. a, it's only going to get as good well, as it can get that's right? like you guys used to do with these bar cook-offs right that's right you'd go out there with a, a cheap piece of brisket and or back then everybody was doing but it. back then they didn't sell briskets that way right you right. could you could go get a select you could get a choice right but you weren't like I, I prime one that did. I didn't see prime brisket. Yeah. I never saw prime when I never first started. Never was labeled. I, I was just sitting there like, all right, you had two. Like this was so much a pound. This was so much a pound. You said, oh, okay, this looks, this looks <laughs> right. good. I'll take I'll take two of these, and we went and cooked two briskets. You yeah, know, that yeah. was generally it's like you you look at it and, and you want to like uh, you have certain I guess uh, measurables that you you look for in a brisket. Yeah. Um, definitely the 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 fat striations. You know, does it even though it's it's not even marked or if it's a uh, marked selector or whatever, but you you look for those little um, fat striations and and the thickness of the flat and all that stuff like that. And, um, and that's what you kind of gauge it off of. You, you never really looked at the back. You're just like, it's brisket. It says brisket. That's it. Yeah, uh, exactly. Some of them was like, uh, hey, you ever done the old bend the brisket, mm-hmm. fold it over on top fold of it? Fold it like a taco? <laughs> <laughs> you know? That used to be a thing. Yeah. Everybody yeah. talked about that. Some for, people still think it's a thing. Yeah. It may be. It may be a thing. I think they're still frozen before they even get to the I know. They are. Exactly. Everybody thinks like, ah, oh, my, yeah, yeah, your meat was frozen before yeah. when it came in. All meat has been frozen. That's just to be honest right <laughs> look for the the most marlin and fattest brisket i can find that's it mm-hmm. that's it right that's so a tip that's a tip by the that's a that is a pro tip, <laughs> there you go. Uh, and, pro tip. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna give one more out i'm gonna give one more pro tip out because i don't think i let people talk about this is really looking about how you trim your brisket down and i think a lot of people don't trim their briskets down far enough right and i think that it hinders in the way it cooks for competition, for competition, yeah. right? Oh, for, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, a yeah. comp cook, at home cook, I, I'm I'm probably gonna cook the whole damn thing, right? Yeah. I, I'm gonna I, I'm not fucking with it that much, but for a comp cook, you want to be able to slice the entire thing from front to back almost, and go, hey, this is this is all the sweet spot right here, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's what you're cooking. You're cooking the sweet spot. So, uh, and and these things do they, they they shrink down, but I think a pro tip is one is so first pro tip. Go freaking take a class. You want to be the best? Go take a class, right? Number two, uh, learn how to learn how to learn how to uh, trim 
trim these things down. Learn how to trim these things down in a way. Now, I've seen people do well when not trimming their briskets down or whatever else. I'm just saying consistent cook from front to back on a brisket. You need to trim these things down to where they can cook the way it needs to. And then yours was, what did you say, going to go? Um, fuck up and gone. Damn, I did too, man. <laughs> I said, take another shot. I got to yeah. quit. Shot, quit, shot, shot. I got to we'll quit. I got to quit. I quit taking these shots, man. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk a little bit about uh, your your setup, your your rigs. What what you cook on? What what are you? What's in your arsenal? What what do you utilize? I cook on a um, on a pit maker vault. That's why I cook my brisket on um, and ribs. And the chicken, I cook it on a uh, rectech bullseye. Okay. Badass. Yeah. Badass. At the uh, on the vault side, you're still doing you're still doing hot and fast. Hot and fast, bro. That's I good. Right? I like my sleep. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. We're not we're, we're not trying to mess with this thing, right? Hot and fast. Myron Mixon's a hot and fast kind of guy, anyways. Yeah. Uh, he's he's talked about that for years. We historically have been a hot and fast uh, cooks. Um, I think probably most of our uh, competition cooks have been a hot and fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the method. Uh, it's not the Mo Bird, maybe it's the Mo Bird, but the method I've seen is like, have you seen this where you run your you run your pit like at like 400 degrees? Like the Jambos? Like no, the Jambos, no, no, no. I don't right? Run, I don't run it that hot. For, but for one hour, and then, and then and then you pull it and reduce it down to like 275. Have you seen that method? No. I, I think that the... It's super weird, but they... The I've thought seen set is to, for it to plump up. They plump. It makes the brisket swell up. Yeah, I, I've, I've done it. Yeah. It does. It looks. Like, it just swells up. And you're like, Jesus, dude. And then you just but, back it off, right? Yeah, but you back it off. But what I worry about when it does that, it does. It doesn't give enough time for it to. Um, the meat doesn't render the same way. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I worry about. It's like you're you're cooking it way too fast, and, and you're not rendering. So when you go to slice it, you still have this fibrous, tough kind of meat. The meat still needs time to to, to render down, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. and that, that's why the rest period is so important. And everything else, but. Uh, yeah, so but you're still so you say hot and fast. What 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 is your hot temperature? What do you think? Three hundred. Three hundred. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. It's. I mean, we say hot and fast, but it's like you know you still take time with it. You know, baby it. Yeah. I've seen the guys from Pitmaker pour pour a bottle of wine down in that that uh that oh, trough on that, on that tray yeah. on the yeah. bottom. Yeah. I've seen that. I'm like, dude, is that? I st- I st- when I first started, I, I used to add water and, you know, juices and all this other stuff. Now I don't do none of that stuff. I just, the thing is very efficient. I don't, it I is. Just, they they just, run all day, right? Yeah, I use um, Prime Six Charcoal. Yeah. Shout outs. That's what my sponsors too. There it is. There you go. Yeah. So what, 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 what's her name? What's the Charcoal's name? Prime Six. Prime Six. Prime yeah. Six Charcoal. Yeah. I haven't seen them. They do like the, the little log things, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, on, yeah, uh, yeah. On Shark Tank. They came out from Shark Tank. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I haven't tried those, but I've seen them a lot. Miss yeah. Franco, she's super cool. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Those are energy efficient, right? They yes, just burn yes, longer. They, I literally use one basket of that those chimneys. Yeah. And uh, it'll last me the whole comp cook. That's just comp cook. And uh, a couple of chunks of uh, wood. Yeah. It'll yeah. run like a... Um, it runs like a champ at 300, 325. If I want to run it hotter, I just add a couple of little pieces and yeah, let yeah. it go. Yeah. Badass. Yeah. Just tips and secrets just all across hey, the board. This is yeah. what I'm talking about. If, if you're not right now Alex. listening into your, you're probably like going to work right now in your Where's car, just driving. Like, yeah. if, if you're not writing down That's that right. charcoal right. name, what was it again? Prime 6? Prime 6. Yeah. While you're driving? While yeah. you're driving, yeah. just pull over. Drink a beer, <laughs> write this down on the way to work. Okay. Get your life together. 
but we're not giving you any more tips and tricks until somebody starts subscribing to Alex Castro's, not Alex Castro, yeah, to, uh, to Houston's right. freaking, give me a Venmo. We got a Venmo number out here? No, I, I don't um, know okay, next time, we'll do a cash app. We'll do something, man. Just go check him out on his social media. We'll yes. have all those links down we're in the doing, description. We're going to do some freaking GoFundMes as well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's blow these guys up. Sorry about that. No, no, you're good. You're good. Hey, you're, good. Hey, you're, you're directing traffic over here. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, that's what yeah. happens when you're the boss. Damn. And we got to turn in Chef Choice in a minute, so... Yeah, you okay. mentioned earlier about the, what you're doing. Do you want to share that, or are we keeping that secret? What's that? What's your chef choice in Dutch oven? Oh, um, the chef choice is um, I mean, this won't go out until next week. It's lamb on a bed of, like, mashed potatoes and with some glaze. I don't know. My buddy's doing all that. Yeah, badass. Sounds amazing. Badass. Yeah, the sous vide lamb. Oh, yeah, over, sous vide. Yeah, over, and they're going to char grill it, and then over a uh, bed of uh, mashed potatoes. Uh, and a secret sauce. Mm. Hubba hubba. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds, sounds amazing. Phenomenal. I must what? be hungry. Sounds phenomenal. Did you just break out a hubba hubba? Hubba yeah. hubba. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Chris, he, he gets down on the grill. He's the one that cooked um, 150 plus steaks last night for the sponsors night. Oh, Jesus. Every single one of them was sous vide. And uh, they were... They were select, I know, but that's yeah. all I could find at Restaurant Depot. But... They were, were still they? falling apart, man. They were, they were great. Yeah, sounds Beautiful. amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. All right, so so today is the you're prepping. T- I'm prepping, but t- today is the ancillary, right? You're, you're doing the uh, chef's choice. You're doing the dessert. The, the chicken, yeah. Dessert, and then yeah. tomorrow morning, it's the grind. That's tomorrow. We're going to do the brisket, chicken, and ribs. Okay. Yeah, they're kind of similar to what I'm used to on um, you know like IBCA and regular Go Metro. Yeah. Uh, times so it shouldn't be too different you know I'm a believe it or not when they're like 30 40 minutes difference it fucks with me because you know I'm a creature of habit you know mm-hmm. I'm already got my routine and yeah, stuff yeah, so you yeah. timetables I got literally got like okay this 15 minutes you know so like that mm-hmm. start setting some alarms in your phone oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah Oh, I That's got a buddy whiteboard. I'm big on alarms my actual, on the phone. Alarm, my clock, he's, like, he's always shouting. You know, he's in the military. So he's always, ah, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, quit telling you. You're freaking me out. Yeah, the whiteboard. The whiteboard thing is always a good thing just so you can glance at it. I don't use the whiteboard. I use my buddy. Keeps that, trying no, 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 no. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. We, we do that method too, but um, we, but there's always one of us that fucks it up. Like one year, I, uh, I had my... A times off mm-hmm. because we didn't have the board out and I was like chickens chickens done and, and ch- chickens be done in by so-and-so and it was like okay great so we start cooking chicken fuck dude we like an whole hour left before we like I so we got ready to turn in like at 10 o'clock in the morning chicken wasn't done until it wasn't due until 11 o'clock in the oh, morning. Uh, I was yeah. like boom back in the camera it goes I Luckily, mean, I never done that. Yeah, I, did, I did that. That's yeah. my fault. Well, you should get one of my guys too. Yeah, yeah I, should, <laughs> I should get <laughs> one of your dudes. Just start screaming <laughs> time hey. at you. Yeah. yeah, shit. Can we borrow your Chris? Right. Yeah. Hey, Chris, you're with us now. Yeah. You're going to Austin. Hey, so listen. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it's too late for. Is it too late to sign up for Austin? Or Austin Radio? I don't know. I, I think it is. I think there's a, a cutoff date. Or you still come hang out with us. You yeah. can't come hang out with us. You want to cool. come out? Yeah. We're cooking with the Austin Smokeworks. But I know you have to grab it from the grips, guys. I know you know people, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We can get, get you in there. Get me in there. We can get you in. <laughs> Let's go. We'll call somebody. Cool. Nah, that's cool. Uh, Alex, hey, definitely 100%. 
appreciate you coming on to the podcast. Thank you for hosting uh, this this extravaganza here that we put on. Uh, just to let you know that Alex allows us to come in here and set up our podcast equipment, and we, we have some of the other guests that come in um, to do interviews, and he's graciously um, uh, let us come up and well, just bought take also, over his time and just yeah we're also his lucky charm that is true he doesn't know yes, that right. no, no. Well, actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I told you I'm a creature of habit so whatever I do that you works gotta I have to repeat we well, gotta do it exactly. we, we have to do it he's yeah. like I gotta have these assholes yeah. back again god yeah. damn yeah. no. alright so well, before so we close out we have we have something in front of us are we gonna do this yes we are let's do this alright let me pass this out real quick one second and so while Jan uh, um distributes the um the tequila the spirits <laughs> um let us know where people can get a hold of you if they want to get a hold of you uh sponsorship wise uh or um social media wise they want to follow you and see what you're up to next um go ahead and uh yeah plug um, that i don't know my bimo no stuff but uh my i my instagram tag is Houston underscore Q underscore S-T-O-N BBQ 913 Okay You know it's A little bit of my personal stuff And a lot of A lot of barbecue stuff yeah. You know Pretty boring stuff hey, We'll put some links down In the description So if you don't remember that Just scroll down later Yeah uh, Before we take this drink Last year you gave a toast And I remembered it I don't remember the words But it was uh, It was In Out It's Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But that hey, I'm a creature of habit too, right? Okay. So let's give the toast. All right. Okay. First of all, shout outs to uh, Casa del Sol Tequila. We got some of this añejo right here. Ooh, yeah. Sponsor. Um, okay, it's uh, pa arriba, pa abajo, pa el centro, y pa dentro. Let's go. Ooh, delicious. That's smooth. Damn, that's good. That is smooth. That's good. Holy that's shit. That's the Antiago tequila from Castle of the Soul. Yeah. It's oh. got like a vanilla note or it does. something. Yeah. It's it does. a vanilla note. At it's end, it's yeah, a very yeah. smooth, very smooth tequila. Get a bottle of that stuff. Yeah. Wow. Hold, hold that bottle up, Jan. <laughs> I can have that. <laughs> that would end in a very oh. bad night, us walking around <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah. That is badass. All right, brother. Wow. Well, Alex, thank you so much. Yes, sir. No doubt, no doubt. Let me give a shout out to my um, my sponsors: Body Armor, Casa del Sol, uh, Eighth Wonder Distillery. Thanks for everybody for um, for sponsoring this weekend, guys. You know, I wish I could take the credit, but you know, uh, my whole team helps me out. You know, yeah, and makes this madness happen. You know. Well, I'm telling you right now, man. I am pulling for you. Uh, you you are my team out here. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I'm, I'm, I'm laid out there. If somebody else asked me, I'm gonna say no. I'm, I'm rooting for Houston. Hundred percent. So I'm telling you right now, dude. Like I got faith in you, and you're gonna fucking rock this motherfucker, right? Yeah, hell yeah. Let's, let's fucking go, us. man. Let's fucking go. You guys. That's what we're here for, you know. That's right. Win. All right. Well, thanks a lot, guys. Yes, sir. Once again, this is Alex Castro with Houston Barbecue People's Champ. Let's Peace. go. Let's, let's go. go. Love it. All right, we're still out here at the uh, Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo Barbecue Championship Competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the other words they use to describe this place, James is probably correcting me in his head right now. We are joined by Caden Blake, uh, and this dude's been running the country, right. uh, cooking everywhere, doing the MBBQA, all these things. Thanks for joining us, Caden. Thanks for having me. 
Yeah, so I mean, obviously you've got a following, right? And and and, and how old are you? I'm 14 now. F- 14 years old. You started this at what age? Uh, I think 12. 12 years old, right? So two years in the game. Amazing. He has traveled all over the country. It, this goes to tell you, like, if the only person holding you back in life is yourself, right? Because this kid in two years has traveled the entire United States, and he's he's been running the gauntlet. He's been competing against some of the best cooks. You know, in, in, in this nation, right? Uh, how did you get started in this, bud? Uh, so, I couldn't do sports anymore. I had a, well, I still have a medical problem going on. And uh, they said I couldn't do sports anymore. I started watching Tuffy Stone and Peg Lake Porker on TV. Oh, yeah. I ended up actually having dinner with both of them this past week. Nice. That was pretty cool. Amazing. And uh, so. Dropping after, names. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Name dropper <laughs> over here. Okay. So, <laughs> so after that, uh. I just got a Blackstone, and I started cooking on one of them, and then I ended up getting a uh, drum smoker after seeing my very first competition, Okay. and it's just taken off from there. Badass. Badass. So what's, last two years, right, you, you've, you've, you've been all over the place. We saw you at the Rural, right? We were there in Kansas City, uh, but what, what are some of those memorable things or accomplishments you've been able to, 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 to have the last couple of years? My number one is definitely... Uh, Going up on stage with Tuffy at Memphis. Okay. When we got second, that was pretty cool. Badass. And then, uh, y'all don't know this one. It's a uh, competition in Ruleville, Mississippi. I was cooking with uh, Hog Addiction. Okay. And I did half the hog, and Marcio from Hog Addiction did the other half. And uh, we ended up getting second on our box, and I chose what to put in there. And we ended up getting a grand champion overall. Let's go. So oh, that's it was awesome. it was pretty cool. Yeah. Good lord, that's amazing. Yeah. I ain't gonna tell you what I was doing at fourteen years old. Right. <laughs> right. And then yeah. like my second ever competition, I ended up getting a GC. Okay. And then my first ever, I got fourth in chicken out of I think thirty teams on a KCBS. So that was pretty cool. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's, it goes to show right there. Like again, like you got to get out there and do it. Like it's, it's just there's never a right time. Now is the right time, right? Just get out there and, and, and start competing. Get out there, buy a smoker. Get out. and If you want to do this, great. Go to a competition. See how it's done. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you do a lot of research before you get your first one, right? Oh, yeah. Right? And you get I just watched a bunch of YouTube. That's it. I, I love YouTube, man. That's what it does. Uh, so you, you're, you, you've been traveling now this this year. Uh, and, and recently now, as you said, you, went to, you were in Oklahoma to Florida. Uh, and then you've been back, back to Texas. And you're, what's your next stop from here? Then I'm going back home finally. Yeah. Nice. And then uh, we're heading to the Worlds down in Fort Worth for SCA. SCA. That's okay. amazing. So how Great. was it down there at the MBBQA? That was pretty dang cool. Was it? It was It was cool to see, like, the uh, business side of barbecue yeah. rather than just the competitions or the fun. Yeah. I cannot say that better myself. Yeah, they, yeah. That's you what it is. Elbows with some amazing people down if you're there. You're wanting to network. If you're wanting to really, if you're coming out with a spice, you're coming out with sauce. If you're coming out with anything, it doesn't matter. If you're just wanting to network with people that have this stuff already in place, you should be going to the NBBQA. Kel Phelps and those people, they they are. The, first of all, the amount of uh, of money that comes into this, the amount of tension that comes into this. That amount of networking, people are making deals at, at, at these conferences, and it's bettering their their, their companies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're reaching out, reaching out in different areas and, and whatever else. So like, 
I, honestly, yes. That's probably the biggest thing. I'm so bummed we missed it. I know. Honestly, I am too. We just, I am too. So much fun. We just didn't do enough fundraising. And that's really what stopped us from getting there. And it just it came down to points like, man, we yeah. just don't have the funds to do that, this, yeah. and Austin Rodeo, right? Next year, so we, we just have Caden and his mom swing by the house, pick us up, we pick ride with up. them. Wherever it is, we, doesn't matter. We got a minivan. Let's there go. It is. I'm telling you. Let's go. Because the MBBQA, like, they're the nicest people. Oh, like, they oh, are. Yeah. Yeah. and Janet and all them. Yeah, but can they're, you, they're so nice. Can you imagine, like, that's – well, I'm, I'm going I'm to regress right now. That's fine. I was going to go off with something, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to hold that one back. Yeah. So you were cooking this morning, you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell yeah. us about that. What's, what's up with that? So uh, I did one of the biggest kids' cues here. Uh, the biggest one was at the Royal. And uh, I did a ribeye steak. I had a pretty good steak. I was happy with it. I got some good lines on it. And then I uh, I did like a uh, chopped shrimp stir fry, I guess you could call it. Mm. Leaving out the vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, As you should. So I just gave them shrimp. And uh, I'm, I'm ready to see what I got. There it is. Okay. Good luck, brother. It sounds Thank delicious. You. It it was it was pretty good. Was it was it like did you do the shrimp and did you do it like a in a in a au jus? Did you add any sauce to it? Did you add So I'm not sure exactly what sauce it was. Okay. But Matt from Warpig over there, he was oh, like, Hey, try hey, this sauce. Hit this out. So yeah. uh, I just grilled up the shrimp, chopped right. it nice and fine and then tossed it in the sauce. There it is. Love that. Hey, take Love notes. Right. If you're driving down the road, start taking notes right now. <laughs> Don't press pause. Don't go back and listen to this. Take notes now. Yeah. I love it. So, is this your first time here at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo Barbecue? Yeah, this, this is this is pretty big. So what do you think about this? Because you were at Kansas City, right? And, and you saw. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, but you went. You were. At, you went to the Royal. You went to the Royal, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So you saw how big that was, right? Yeah. How does this compare to that? It's like if you took Memphis and May and the Royal and just clashed them. Put them together, right? It's, and this is what this looks like, right? It's crazy. Yeah. And it, it, this thing starts Wednesday, but the amount of people that show up tonight, I don't know if you're ready for that. Right. It's, <laughs> it's astronomical. <laughs> like, it's, it, you can't get through, like, when you're walking, there's just row, like, there's hundreds of thousands of people just running through here. Not running, just walking through here, meandering through, and you, they're all going into booths, and you're like, well, let's find all the, no, no. Cars are just lined up for miles trying yeah. to get into this place, right? It'll I'm happen that way all night and all day tomorrow. Yeah, thing. I think they said on like good weather days for the the, the barbecue here at Houston, I, we're talking hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, they're gonna funnel through here. And, and I noticed that at, at, at Kansas, uh, the on the Saturday it kind of just dwindled down a little mm-hmm. bit, right? No, Not it's gonna either. ramp up. It's gonna be even more people, right? right? And you gotta imagine there's seven and a half million people that live here and the surrounding areas of Houston, right? So Kansas City, it's hard for Kansas City to compete with that because they don't have the people, right? Everybody has to everybody has to, to funnel in, right? And, mm-hmm. and drive there, but not here. Yeah. They just live here, right? Well, you think so, about it. Texans, they love beer and they love barbecue. Yeah, so we you do. put those together, we do. they're going to show up. Yeah. Especially, especially, nice especially like this, this type of atmosphere because everybody's got a booth, right? And some of these booths are so intricate speaking of the booths i was talking to dennis and he was saying that uh somebody paid about seven hundred thousand yeah to put a booth together that's right holy moly it might be one that 
buddy of mine sent me a video of like the floor light up floors. It, it's, it had light up floors. They had a laser show going. I'm like, it's wow. ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy. Almost here. a million dollars for one booth. Yeah. yeah. If you get yourself a ticket, it's only like I don't know. Hundred fifty thousand. Ten thousand. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. fine. It's ten grand. Well, Get yourself la- an armband. Last night, uh, I think Cotton is the sponsorship of, of the over the whole competition, and they had uh, Cole Swindell that was uh, um, playing in their tent last night. Right. Yeah. Wow. This guy's a major he's music won, artist. Won a freaking Grammy. And won Grammys, and he's playing in a tent. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy. I mean, that's what you get for seven hundred thousand. Right. Maybe, yeah, maybe right. it is. Exactly. <laughs> hey, exactly. Listen, but some some teams spend for the party, and some teams spend for the cook. They're here to right? cook. That, that, that's the difference. And you see, and you'll see the great parties. You'll see a lot of these big teams, uh, or big booths. They'll go and hire a comp team to come in and cook just for them, only for competition. That's it. And they're they're there only to cook comp, and they're there to have fun and whatever else. But, but but they're just there for the comp only. Uh, and then other teams, like what we're in Houston right here, is Houston is, they're, they're putting on a, a you know, a, a party atmosphere and whatever else, but at the same time, they're that's their concentration over there. Right. Yeah. Somebody else is going to manage this portion yeah. for them, and they're going to concentrate just on cooking. They don't care about, like, who got some burn-ins and who got, you know, inside the booth today. I mean, obviously right. they want everybody to be happy, but it's like, eh. We're here to win. Right? We're not we here to fifth overall. I think last year. That's right, fifth yeah. overall. I haven't seen one team not use a wagyu brisket. Yeah, yeah. I don't think about it. Right? Everybody's using. It. If, if you're not if, using it, you're not going to win. If, if you know barbecue, you know wagyu is really expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these guys got those big ones too. Like yeah. the, I seen one guy have about a 17 pound brisket. Yeah. That's 250 dollar brisket. Yeah. Wow. Each it, one. It's ridiculous. Yeah. For one brisket. So, so do, you, do you have a favorite thing that you like to cook? Brisket. Brisket? <laughs> Everybody says brisket, nice. right? Yeah, what are you cooking on at home? I I got a Lone Star uh, offset grill, and then I also use my Hunsaker drum smokers. Very nice. Nice. Very nice. Well, I'm, so so you competed today. You got any more comp- competition you're going to be doing out here? Uh, not not out here unless somebody asks me to help them. Okay. okay. And so, uh, and then when you go back home, rest, relax, recoup. And then what's next? Uh, then uh, Fort Worth for SCA Worlds. That's right. And right. then in between there, probably a SCA competition. Okay. Yeah, honestly, that's something I think that we all look at doing. Uh, I've never cooked an SCA before. Um, I'm not scared of it at all. And I've, 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 I've done the practice SCA cooks. I'm, I'm pretty proficient in, in how I want everything to look and, and whatever else. Um, and, and then when we were in Kansas, we got to try like as many as we could take <laughs> a lot uh, of all the different steak that, that people had turned in uh, that 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 night so I have a flavor profile already kind of in my head that, that, that was up there um, which is something very something that were very similar to something that I'm already kind of doing already um, but do you have any tips and tricks for your steak uh, that, that that you put out there so uh, main thing is I'm going to give a shout out to a sponsor here. Let's go. Go ahead. Absolutely. Wicked Pig. Name dropping over here. I love this kid. (laughs) Wicked Pig, Matt Overson. Use that for your marinade. And then uh, Boar's Night Out. Got to go with Boar's Night Out. Cosmos. Got to stick with those two. Yeah. uh, You like their beef rub or you like their chicken rub? See now, me, I'm, I'm there for the white lightning. 
Okay. Oh, for Cosmos. Yes. Oh, for Cosmos. I like his uh, Chipotle Honey Killer Bee. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, the board's night. You got to ride the lightning. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you don't have that in your barbecue arsenal tool yeah. uh, tool belt, I mean, you're not you're not winning. You're yeah. not going to win. What are you even doing? Yeah. That double garlic butter. Mm. Yeah. That, that's it's so killer, good. isn't it? It's good on basically anything you can think of. Yeah. God dang it, I'm hungry. Totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Way to go. Yeah. Jesus. All right, brother. Hey. Alex, Alex just slid me. I'm sure the, the viewers saw this if they were watching on YouTube. Uh, one of his lamb chops we were talking about a minute ago for his uh, chef choice. Holy shit. That was amazing. I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put that out there real it, quick. It for was our pretty good. I took one small bite and I, I thought you were gonna then pass it back. You cleaned you just, it. You just finished yeah, I, the John, yeah. I actually ate the bones. So John just cleaned the whole. It's good. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you know, I y'all like, want to smell it. I like <laughs> lamb too. Yeah. Just just tossing that out there. Yeah. I know. Sorry, man. I know. Uh, yeah. Maybe yeah. Just I leave don't. your hand next time. I'll yeah. pass it over. Right. So rude. <laughs> so rude. So rude. Well, I, I know you're a busy person today. Uh, thank you for coming out and just shooting the shit with us for a little yeah. bit and oh, talking yeah. a little barbecue. Getting on the Grabbing the Brisket podcast. Oh, I mean, yeah. Also, hey, you've listened to the podcast before. Yeah. What do you think of it, honestly? I, I like it. Yeah. It's fun to listen to. It's not just like sitting there and one person just talking. Monotone, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it, I hear It's you. different. Sometimes yeah. we do. I, I don't know if you've noticed. Sometimes... Some of the podcasts can we can get a little inebriated. Have you have you noticed that? A little bit, not too yeah, much. It's like. always James. <laughs> it's never me. It's, it's never me. It's always him. Yeah, it's, it's always James. Right. To so, be honest here. Hey, why don't you give us some plugs? Tell us where the people can find you on your That's social right. medias and whatnot. So uh, on Instagram, KBS Outdoor Kitchen. Same on Facebook, and then uh, on TikTok, it's Food Over Hate. There's a story behind that one. Yeah, let's, come hear, on. let's hear it. I, my, my account got reported about eight times. And the last time that it got reported, I had only had the account for probably three days. And I had a few, quite a few thousand followers already. And uh, they took it down because minor safety. Because uh, I was cooking with a knife. Oh, good. Wow. wow. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I was filming in a car one time. And I wasn't even driving. They reported our account and basically shut us down for like a week or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something so dumb. They're like, dude, I'm not even driving. I'm, I'm in the back. Seat. I mean, I was drinking a beer, but I was in the back seat <laughs> okay. of the car. Holy. It's not a big deal. I'm just saying, drinking and driving, whatever. Don't it's do horrible. it. Hey, Don't we're do gonna it. we're gonna have links for all this stuff too. So y'all just mm-hmm. scroll down and you'll find where, find where to find Caden. That's right. Yeah. Hey, Caden, we appreciate it, brother. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for thank having you. me. Yes, sir. Thank you. We wish you the best, and uh, hopefully we'll see you on the barbecue trail here shortly. Definitely. I'm ready to put a heat against you now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. We'd like to give a special thanks to Suckle Buster's Barbecue Rubs and Sauces, Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Coolie Nation Custom Koozies, Cambro Manufacturing, Yeti Coolers, The Smoke Sheep Barbecue Newsletter, and Dow Strong Knives. We definitely appreciate your support.